obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast hello welcome to the wrong kind of podcast it is thursday right yep yes yep. thursday and it is rainy and megan's over there and there's yancey hey and we have a special guest in studio today it is melody kickert the montgomery county tax assessor Property appraiser. Shit. <laughs> anyway, enough. yep, the lady that takes all your money. <laughs> uh, anyway, she was here last year, and uh, I had some music that I was going to play, but I messed it up because I was playing uh, Van Halen right before you walked in, so I can't play anything about money. Uh, anyway, so she was here last year, and she's back, and she wants to just you know basically share what she knows about. Uh, assessing your property values, and then we're going to all take turns uh, throwing rocks at her later, and that will, that's what we'll do. <laughs> what, so, a, what a welcome. Yeah. I know. I feel yeah. so, so welcome. Thank you. If, if we didn't like you, we wouldn't uh, say nice things like that. It's a welcome wagon full of rocks. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's the road, you know, they yeah. got to get there. So, no, in all seriousness, you, you come in here. You don't have to come in here, and we appreciate it, and uh, we're not going to beat you up too severely might trip you on the way out uh so what spurred this latest invitation for you to come in here was well one of our producers uh said that his house since what he got a statement last january i guess it was or february whenever you sent him out and then the one that he got now combined had went up 31 percent in the last rolling calendar year here so of course the conversation that you know what the hell <laughs> what's going on <laughs> and then we had uh rep ron in here uh, uh ron bryce and we asked him about because you know like you said uh, last year that some of these things are laws that there's a formula and it has to happen so we asked him hey man can you help us out here and he had a few different things they were trying to do but the one i seem to have picked up on and can only remember is that there was some uh, talk, legislation, I don't know if it's in bill form yet or not, but they're trying to make it to where you can only raise it 3% a year. And that is something that Florida does as well, yeah. coming from Florida. So I think it's uh, beneficial yeah. um, You know, to have a cap on it. So where I came from in Florida, it was... On residential properties, it was 3% or the CPI, whichever was lower. Okay. So they went with whichever was lower for that year. And I, and I get inflation. I get it. My house is it. worth more mm-hmm. now than it was just due to inflation. Absolutely. But ours has went up, what, 20% yeah. over the last year? I mean, and we talked a little bit before mm-hmm. the show about what we think, and you said you had some stuff to go along with it, and feel free to... Go at it. So the nice thing is we are now doing aerials of people's property. So even if we aren't going through the county, that's yours, by the way. That, that, it looked like a real hole. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually your property. And what we did is we did a flyover back in 2021. And if you notice on there, we actually added the flood layers now. So we know if properties are in the flood zone or not just by looking at the map. Is that what that pink says? That is your pink. That's a flood area? Yes. Does it make my house worth 
less in a flutter? Actually, it will on your land. So what we do is we make an adjustment for your land if it is in a flood zone. So I need more pink. <laughs> no, we don't want to be pink. You don't want pink. Pink south. South from there to the property line. I want all pink. So that was kind of, you know, something I wanted to show you as well as I went ahead and I brought your property record card here just so you could take a look. It's so important. And the reason why I wanted to come back is to make sure that people understand their values are arrived at market value by what properties are selling for, comparable properties. We're not going to take your home here and compare it to where I live in Independence. We're going well, to pull... Because it would be way more valuable here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pull like comparables of properties. So that is your property record card. I encourage, encourage, encourage everyone to take a look at their property record card. It is a piece of paper that shows you how much your total living area is on the back, shows you how many bedrooms and bathrooms are on there, whether you're on a basement, a crawl, or a slab. All of that affects value. So if we don't have those property characteristics accurate, it's going to affect your value one way or another. And I actually brought my property record card so you could take a look at that. It has the 2021 value on mine, as well as the 2022 value. And you can see, you know, the difference on mine as well, you know, from when I purchased it. Um, it's all from purchases. It's all from open market transactions, what comparable homes are selling for. And that's how we arrive at market value. That is how Kansas does it. It's not done any differently in any other county. We all follow, you're exactly right, that same formula. Man, you live in a really big, large, wealthy-looking home. <laughs> I'm scared. It's 1,400 time. square feet. I'm giving you a bad time. I also, what I also did, too, is I went ahead and pulled your comparables on your home. So you could see the sales that we're using and oh, okay. the price at the bottom because that is what ultimately market value is driven by. It's driven by sales. So that opens up something we kind of talked about earlier. And regular listeners, I don't know what that was. Regular listeners have heard me say this probably a dozen times in the last two months is that I don't like to say you people, but folks from other states – are moving here and which is a good thing good thing as long as they bring this money that they're using to buy these nice houses they're, they're you're, you're coming here and you're paying money for houses that i would not pay there's a guy not too far from here he bragged about this house and it's a nice house don't get me wrong it is a nice house he said i stole this house and he told me what he paid for it and i thought i wouldn't give that for that I wouldn't have gave that house for this in this neighborhood. I'd have went to the west side of town and still probably gave 15000 less than what you gave for it. But he thinks he stole it. Mm -hmm. uh, California Kyle, guy that comes in here quite often, he's been buying houses in Independence. And what he's given for them, he thinks is a good deal. You know, I don't necessarily think I'd give what he gave for him. I mean, I don't honestly know what he gave, but I got a feeling. 
And coming from California, you're right. You've got to look at your markets. Each market is different. So California, the housing's a lot higher. You know, what you could buy here versus there for your money, you get are getting a lot for your money here. So that's kind of something to, that, you know, are it's driving the influx here, if that makes sense. Plus, no, I get it. with COVID, a lot of people can work remotely. So what's happening is you're finding people from Florida, Colorado, Washington, California, moving here because they can work remotely now. You got any statistics on how many people have come here from different states? You have any idea? I, you know what? I will message you after this with the exact number. I mean... You got a ballpark? What do you think? I would probably say it's going to be roughly between 50 to 60%. Of what? The total? Of total sales. <laughs> over the last I two, five years? I would say over years? the last two years. The last mm. two years, 50% of total sales have been outside, the, outside of this area. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot coming from Colorado. Um, Florida, believe it or not. Um, you also have Texas, uh, Washington, California, Illinois, Wisconsin, um, Michigan. A lot of people are moving here. What? And the first thing I hear, because we are calling on every sale. We yeah. call on every sale. We also the, visit the property at the time of sale, which people don't know that. But you want to make sure you're properly assessing and appraising that home based on the time of sale. Yeah. Because you could buy it three months later, completely remodel and renovate it. We want to know the condition of that home at the time of that sale, if that makes sense. And we go out, we visit, we call. And what's amazing to me is the phone calls that we have had with with buyers, mm-hmm. sight unseen. Sight unseen. Mm-hmm. And they're purchasing these homes. Sight yeah. unseen. Yeah, I was, I, yeah. They saw it on Realtor.com or a Realtor, you know, sent them the information. Yeah. So we're seeing that. My, there is no way I could do that. My dad uh, just <laughs> sold his place last year right across the state line in Oklahoma. People from California bought it. And they, they didn't even know where it was. They were having to stop and ask directions because it was a rural <laughs> route road um, address. And they had no idea where it was. They had to stop and ask neighbors how to get to the place they just bought for no way you know, six figures. There's and you're no hearing way. that more and more. And, you know, so we just purchased a home in uh, 2022 in Independence. We had been renting until we found a home. And, you know, we paid for an appraisal. We paid for a property inspection. I can't tell you how many, too, are purchasing and, you know, no property inspection. You know, we bought an older home. (laughs) So we wanted to make sure we had that property inspection so we knew what we were getting Mm -hmm. into with an older home. Do we uh, have any idea why all these folks are coming here? I think affordability. I think affordability... There's also, I'm not a political office. Um, We just handle market value. That is it. I will say this too. Comments have been made about, you know, politics, you know, um, you can only imagine, you know, so they're moving here. Also, the biggest thing we hear is affordability. We can't believe we can buy this much house for this low of a price. You know, sight unseen, I'm, I'm sitting here going, oh, wow. I just had a home down the street from me. Um, I think it went contingent or pending, and it's 285000 Wow. 
I mean, it's a beautiful home, but again, you know, I'm sitting here going, wow, that's a little much so for me. <laughs> even you being here a couple of years now are starting to see that it's like, what the hell are you doing, man? And I hope it's sustainable, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. The problem I see is, are those people that are able to spend big money? They clearly have a revenue stream bigger than what we do generally. Right. Are they going to be coming here with that money and injecting that into the you know, the area for the betterment of everybody? Or are we just coming here buying a house, but we're still, you know, we're going off and doing things. Right. And I'm hoping they, it seems like most of them are moving here. I'm hoping Montgomery County will see the money, mm. you know, from the people moving here. Um, you know, it just, there's no telling. Yeah, I mean, I you know, we call and we ask, you know, what made you, you know, purchase a home here in Montgomery County? Affordability. Yeah. Affordability. That's the biggest thing. It used you know? to. It used to be that you know we'd talk before you know the reverse grapes of wrath here, and we would talk about well, sure, we don't have a whole lot to do here, and you can go to Tulsa and find a job that pays maybe a little bit better, but your house is going to cost sixty percent more. So it's like, you know, it's not too far away if you really need something in the big city. So we're happy sitting here in, you know, Goofyville. Well, now it's like, wait a minute, I'm still making pretty much the same money and my house is now being taxed at $30,000 more than I gave for it. Uh, we're starting to lose some of the pieces of the uh, sweet puzzle we used to have here. So we got to figure out Ron, Doug, and... Mm -hmm. uh, Virgil, thanks, man. Yeah, Virgil. <laughs> you guys got to do something because we're we're sinking here. You know. Well, and what worries me too is you know the over sixty five on fixed income. Mm -hmm. You know, with this inflation going on, a lot of them on that fixed income. You know, it hasn't inflated. Yeah. You know, like the market has. So the issue too is now with the over sixty five and fixed income. Yeah. You know. They actually do a lot for the community. There's a lot of mm -hmm. knowledge, and there's a lot with the over 65, you know. Um, a lot of those people volunteer for a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And what, uh, you know, Florida had a program called an over 65 low-income exemption. And I hope maybe that's something the legislators will look at as well. You know, coming from other states, it kind of opens up, you know, what we could potentially do for people here. Um, so I'm kind of hoping, you know, they'll yeah. start looking at some of that to help people out. Even, you know, the blind, disabled, you know, I mean, things like that we should be looking at. Um, servicemen and women, you know, Florida has an exemption for, really? you know, servicemen and women, you know, so. I just hope they do something. And I do too. drag their feet because they just can't afford to be double digits every year. Well, ridiculous. and that's my biggest thing. So I have to follow state statute by making sure that we're at market value. Market value is based on your sales. That's crazy. And at least in Florida, there was a cap. It was called Save Our Homes Cap. We need to start looking at something like that here because, you know, with with the influx right. that is coming here into Montgomery County, you know, it concerns me because they're coming from out of state and it's an influx and we're still here. Yeah. 
you know, but we don't have that income maybe that they had from yeah. other areas. Mm-hmm. And that's, and he, he knows who I'm talking about. I'm not being disrespectful. You know, he makes $40 an hour and he's coming here and he's buying 15 to $20 an hour homes. Right. Yeah. Well, right. meanwhile, the rest of us are sitting here going, hey, chief. Right. <laughs> you know, what's going on? We're, uh, we're, we're sinking. And I'm not trying to compare myself to a, an old timer on fixed income, but I'm on a union contract. I'm not getting a raise. Correct. You Correct. know, I mean, I'm, this is what I'm making for a while. A lot of people didn't get the raises based on inflation. No, I don't yeah. know about anyone else in this room, but did yes, he's every... a high roller. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, <laughs> not, no, no, not really. The, the raise that I got this year, you know, it, it wasn't even really a wash compared to inflation. I right. more or less lost money just by default, right. you know, and I think a lot of people probably did. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Who's Biden. going to the gas station? Yeah. What was you getting ready to say? Well, I, so when uh, my questions are about your comparisons sales report here. So you're looking at homes in our area that are comparable in size and... You're built. Okay. I see that. Like they're kind of mm-hmm. similar within like mm-hmm. 10 years or whatever. But you're not looking at all like for what we spent on our home versus the improvements that we make, like money that we spend on those improvements. That's not part of the equation, really. Is it? Well, if it's remodeling and renovating or an addition or a demolition, then yes, that would affect it. But if it's maintaining your home, we're going to look at other homes that were maintained like your home. We're not going to we're not going to look at a home that was completely remodeled and renovated and then apply that to your home if it wasn't. So we even try to take it a step further to compare apples to apples because you do have people um, you know, my home for example, it was completely remodeled and renovated. You know, that should not apply to other people who have a 19, late 19, 20 year built home if they haven't remodeled and renovated it Mm -hmm. like mine was. So we try to pull the best information possible. We also look at valid sales. So they have to be an arm's length transaction. So it can't be, you know, Yancey selling a home to, you know, his sister and then saying, hey, I sold it to her for $20,000. That's what my value should be. No, we look at potential willing buyers and sellers exposed on the open market. So you could have multiple buyers looking at that property to set that price. So it's not just family relatives, you know, that's not valid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, divorce situations, unfortunately, that's not valid. But, you know, we're looking just for the good, valid sales, you know, that have had a chance to be exposed to the open market. Because ultimately, that's where your market value comes from. Hmm. I feel poor now. <laughs> also, you'll be happy, too. I brought your mill levy sheets with. Um Mill levy. I get this question a lot about mill levy. How are our mill levies figured? The mill levies are set by your taxing entities. Okay, right. that is where it comes from. I get that all the time, though. You know, when we have a conversation with taxpayers, they may not like their value. They understand their value. They know they could sell their home for that, but they may not like it. The issue we hear a lot with is my taxes are too high. I pay too much in taxes. 
My problem is, you know, we don't deal with what you pay in taxes. We only deal with is your house accurately appraised? That's what we're dealing with. And so we get that question a lot. And so I wanted to kind of bring the mill levies. Um, I do have them on my website going back, I think, to 2018. Um, it's interesting to kind of see the mill levies. And if you look at where your little star is on there, I think I starred yours. Um, it should be in the upper left-hand corner of the sheet there. Oh, You'll see Coffeeville. Oh, that's the only Coffeeville? Um, that is your Coffeeville. <laughs> So that is the taxing unit you're in, and I also was kind enough. Sorry. So accordingly, this it's went down. It went down a little bit, yes. And then what I did is I brought your tax statement, which I'm sure you've seen that before. Yeah, I look at it. Megan pays it. (laughs) I just bitch on the internet. Well, (laughs) what I want to do is at the bottom. God. Surprise. Oh, sorry, Megan. Maybe yeah, I shouldn't have brought no. that. Sorry. <laughs> All good. Um, at the bottom, if you notice the bottom of your tax bill, it has every taxing entity that you are paying into that makes up your mill levy. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago when yeah. we were, went through all this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So here you go. I'll read them off. I went to public school, so bear with me. Oh, great. We got the state, we got the county. We got the statewide United School District, I guess, USD. What is that? US, did that be school district? Yes. yes. Okay. I mean, I didn't know if it was something like UFO space doc. <laughs> uh, then we got the USD 445. By the way, did you know that over half Uh-oh. of the Kansas total budget goes through K through 12 schools? I saw that. I saw that statistic. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caulfield, the city. And then we have the general fund of CCC. We have the capital outlay for CCC. We have the recreation committee. Why do they get to charge benefit? Twice. USD 445. And another recreation, I'm guessing, committee, USD 445. That's, that's three USD 445s. Well, hold on. So some of those, like and the... Wildcat extension. Um, the... the uh, like uh, some of them funnel through the school. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the the rec um, commission that funnels through the school district for some reason. That I don't also, remember why, but that also reason. proves all the people that get the pitchforks out once a year and say, oh, "Goddamn, two colleges! You're only paying for one." Correct. Yeah, you're only paying for one college. Well, you're paying twice for it. Why? Right here. Well, because they don't pay for Indy, so we have to pay Caulfield twice. That way, <laughs> rawr, rawr, rawr. do you seriously? Do you know why? I have no idea. I'm talking about ass. Why do we have two on there? Do you know? I do not. I do not. We know need that. a CCC person to explain. Yeah. I wonder if there's two different. Uh, I mean, one's for the are general there dollar, fund. Are there dollar amounts on both? I'm guessing they're two different yeah. tax. Okay, then yeah. Two different like sales tax or something. Well, that's mill levy though. This is so. mill levy. Yeah, but so this is mill levy. General oh. fund and capital outlay. So We're capital outlay, I you know, and I'm not a CCC person to answer this, but I would think capital outlay improvements would be a fund for their bigger improvements. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if they have a fund for to fund the larger improvements. Sounds like we need to. Get a but member like, of a CCC in it here. It does, but even, even mm-hmm. if that is true, why are we like? Let's get why not here. just make it one? Is that some way of like calling all CCC? This is me. This is me completely just saying things that I have no idea about. Is this their way of getting their money past some sort of cap because they have it in two different funds instead would, of one? Well, I would like to point out that we've had the county property 
appraiser. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we've had sheriff. We've had three representatives from the state. Uh, what we haven't had is anybody from the city. I've asked many times. We haven't had anybody from the college. I've put it out in the wind. And we haven't had anybody from the school district in here. So, you know, I don't know what big deal is. Why can't we have our representatives in here talk about it? They're not required to be here, but, you know, whatever. But you're not required to be here, but getting the information out and the transparency out to people. Because perception is a lot of things. Absolutely. I don't know if you've been Mm -hmm. keeping up with Facebook about Caulfield lately. I have. I (laughs) have. It's always interesting, and today Mm. was another interesting exercise. (laughs) We won't ask for you to comment on that. I won't. uh, (laughs) I'll comment on it. Keeping it spicy down here. Anyway, all right, so let's say a person wants to uh, protest. What do they got to do? So all they need to do is until March 31st at 5 o'clock, please, please, please contact our office. Georgia heads up the residential side of the house. She is my residential supervisor. Reach out to her for residential. Mm-hmm. On commercial, if you have you know questions or you want to do an informal appeal, reach out to Mallory, who heads up the commercial department. You know, we're here to answer questions. We're here to help. We're here to give comparables and explain things. And I want to get that information out there to the taxpayers. It's so important to make sure your information's accurate, correct. So it has to be on record by March 31st, or it has to be done by March 31st? No, on record by March 31st at 5 o'clock. So even if I have someone come in March 31st at 4.59, we're going to go ahead and take that. And all they have to do is call. They don't have to fill out a form. Call. Just call. This is for my friends at the tag office. You mean you'll do things after four? Oh, there's the bell on that one. <laughs> yeah, Dang uh, it. Hey, no, man. We got some four. listeners down there, <laughs> right. too, you ladies. I love you, ladies. It's I, three, not four. Three, three. I'm yeah. sorry. I love you, ladies, down there. Also wanted to point out, if you wanted to go the more uh, passive-aggressive route, there is mgcountyks.org, yeah. and there is a section uh, with uh, frequently asked questions for the uh, appraisal office here and there's there's a lengthy list of them i tried to compile the most frequently asked questions so it has to do with mill levy it has to do mm-hmm. with what is fair market value why is my appraised value going up and down every year you know so i compiled questions on there so that way even if people don't want to call mm-hmm. They can go ahead and click, and the nice thing is when you hit the little plus sign, mm-hmm. it expands the drop down menu. Yeah, <laughs> this one's uh, sounds like it came straight from social media. My neighbor's house is almost like mine. Why is my value higher than theirs? <laughs> yeah, my favorite one is my girlfriend's truck is stuck in the backyard. <laughs> it's not on there. No, no. not Why not this year. No, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> not this time. Next time. Oh, okay. Hell, the house across the street from me has a hole in it deep enough. I guarantee there's stuff coming out of it. But apparently it's okay. Whatever. That's not a complaint at you. That's a good no. <laughs> no. Nobody's lived there. I don't know. I don't see how people can have a house that nobody lives in for 10 years and just pay property tax on it. We have quite a few. In fact, where I purchased my home, um, no one has lived in the home the whole entire time I've been there. Really? And, um, you know, I looked at the foundation the other day on that home because, of course, that's right next door to me. By the way, I have 
two homes next to me that are like this. So I mm. hear that a lot. Well, I have abandoned homes by me, you know, or they're not being kept up. I'm I have two homes right next to me that are that way. And the foundation crack is it probably like, a good inch and a half, two inches. But it sounds like they're worth $300,000, though, than one down the street, you know. I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I mean, there's not a lot we can talk about that we didn't talk about last year. I mean, you don't have to come in here, but we appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, for sure. Just to kind of refresh people on, hey, you know, you can, you can protest if you want. And really, I think what we've took from this is... You need to contact my old buddy Rep Ron and Doug Blex and Virgil Peck and say, hey, man, help me out because right. I'm getting beat up here. Yeah. What, was you going to say something? No, I was just saying it's not necessarily her. Like, she can help answer your questions, but the people you need to be talking to yes, are the yes. people who actually have the authority to yep, the do something about mm-hmm. it. She, she uh, upholds the law that they create, so we need right. to right. change the law. She's there. applying policy. She isn't mm-hmm. creating it, there it for is. sure. Is that it? We got anything else you want to talk about? That is about? it. No, right. that is it. Well, thank you for coming back. Thank and maybe you. next year uh, you won't have to because our property taxes won't go up double digits again next year. But <laughs> I got a feeling they will because the government runs uh-huh. slow. Thank you for putting that out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they'd legalized marijuana, it might have helped get rid of some <laughs> of the uh, tax thing. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to talk about that. All right. So thanks for coming. And uh, thanks for listening and stopping and share this with your friends. And head over to WKOPodcast.com and uh, buy a shirt or leave a couple bucks if you like the show. We will talk to you next time.